This is where the fun begins. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Can't lose! King Kong ain't got shit on me! Oh my god! Okay, it's happening! Everybody stay calm! What's the Everybody procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm! Say my name. And here we go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Grab your snacks. Get your popcorn ready. It's about to get realish. Thank you so much for joining us again for another episode. I'm really excited to be joined by my esteemed co-hosts. Of course, we have Matt Tirado and the podfather himself, Derek Myers. How's it going, you guys? Good, good, man. How y'all doing? Doing great, man. Um, it's great to see you guys again. I know it's been yeah. a little while since we last recorded. Um, I'm just really happy to be doing this with you guys again and, you know, looking forward to going back to that grind and be able to talk movies with y'all. Heck yeah. I love that you guys are so happy because I'm not right. We got a lot of, we got a lot of sad shit to talk about today, (laughs) to be honest. Uh, but exciting (laughs) stuff nonetheless, before we get into the thick of things, I just want to remind you all to make sure that you're subscribed and following us on all social media platforms, OTS Media Co. and OTS Media on YouTube. Make sure that you're doing all these things so you can stay abreast, so you're aware of when we're bringing you this awesome content as we're going to continue to punch out a lot of content, especially with the NFL season starting up, as well as being in the thick of the mixed martial arts scene and of now, of course, with hopefully some things turning around in the movie industry. If not, we're going to find some stuff to do really Sean anyway. So make sure you're tuned in uh, so you can keep getting this awesome content. But with all that being said, let's get into our first segment. We got some news to discuss about the SAG after strike, AKA the actor strike. Um, I think it's important that we set the scene, right? We already talked about um, the long ramifications and what we sort of anticipate to come out of this. Um, The most recent piece of news is that um, Warner Brothers admitted, right? Usually it takes, it takes a lot to, to have any company admit that they're in some financial peril or that they're losing money, right? Image is everything. And in, in this world, in today's day and age, to be honest. Um, But I think it's hilarious because it's almost like they they thought they were going to get one kind of response. But in reality, it just really sort of shows us um, the ridiculousness of what's going on. Right. So the figure is five hundred million dollars. Um, if, we're, if we're anywhere near correct, that is nowhere near. That is a fraction of what was being asked for um, yeah. by the guild and everyone else. So I'm just curious what. You can't call this anything else but a slap in the face, right? Yeah, I mean, at this point, I mean, I think it's very telling that they're willing to take such a loss uh, in profit in order to stay stubborn and not, you know, not want to pay what what is being asked to be paid. But it's not shocking at all either. You know, it's like that's this is what a lot of businesses will do anyway. Like, I could see this, you know, forcing negotiations again, but I don't, I don't. Again, I don't even know if they're going to be able to get fully what they're asking for. It, it's it's necessary that they should get it, but I don't know that they're going to get all that they want in that negotiations. But to see that that Warner Brothers is losing five hundred million. Or they're expected to lose five hundred million um, before the next report, I believe. I, I, I it's 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 just telling. It's telling, but their their films haven't been that great recently, anyway. You know, um, I just saw the Flash, um, what last week, I believe. Um, not what I thought. <laughs> not what I thought was going to happen. You know, especially with uh, with with Ben Affleck coming in and 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 Michael Keaton coming in, and um, I was expecting more from from both, right? Especially more Ben Affleck. I thought we were gonna get a you know deeper 
uh, uh, representation with him. Yeah, it was just, I was, just the beginning of the movie, it's just like, it's kind of weird. So it kind of feels like, you know, WB is just like in this weird space anyway. Because, I mean, that movie, they didn't know what they were going to do with it at all anyway. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of just this weird uh, space that they're in anyway. So I hope that this pushes them to get everybody back and, 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 you know, in, in play. Uh, to bring more movies out, but I don't know if it's going to or not, man. I, I, I them reporting this to me doesn't do anything. I don't, I don't think this is going to force anything. To be honest, I'm, I'm skeptical. I think we're gonna uh, still be in this space where they're they're on strike for another. I'd say probably till next summer. Yeah, I think uh, you know further productions are going to shut down. Um, I think. Largely independent films, I believe, are, are getting sort of in the, like getting contracts. Um, yeah, that enable them to, you know, to produce movies. Um, but I think in in the case of these mainstream studios, Warner Bros, Universal, um, Disney, etc., um, I think just just as an audience member, um, as someone who like all of us are, you know, supporting the actors. It's satisfying to see these studios lose a ton of money, right? Yeah. Um, and hearing these reports, I I don't know if it was an attempt to, um, I guess, paint Warner Bros. in a negative light, or if it was purposely done for them to sort of, like, for whatever reason, have us sympathize with them, even though they're a multi-billion dollar corporation that can very easily donate their money to people in need. So I had no idea like what the true intentions were, but hearing that, I mean, I just don't think it, it's a worthwhile endeavor for them. I mean, just just at least from a business perspective, right? Um, and considering all the actors, um, and I think eventually we are going to see more um sort of staff members who are going to be speaking on their their negative experiences, working on productions, you know, from DC especially visual effects artists who have, who have definitely come out, um, you know, being very vocal about being severely underpaid, uh, unrealistic deadlines, you know, I think um, Warner Bros. losing money is just the tip of the iceberg for them. And I mm-hmm. think at some point, uh, if the strikes continue on and they're just going to continue being unable to produce any movies or TV shows, uh, it wouldn't be wouldn't surprise me if in the next year or two they, they sell. Uh, because this is not what the amount of money they've lost over the past few years and every every quarter you know it's 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 not sustainable um and nothing they do can honestly re- help them rebound you know so yeah yeah, yeah I mean, for me end, it's good riddance yeah good riddance for me it's so clear that this is just all about control right you don't want to mm-hmm. uh let the inmates run the asylum so to speak so you're going to be as egregious as possible and like you said i don't understand the motive here like there's there's no reason to have any sympathy towards you guys at all um mm-hmm. in the position that you're in um so i really don't get what's the goal of that like i think if anything it just makes you look worse the fact that you're trying to pander to that um to try to get some sort of result um i still firm in believing that what they're asking for is not a lot. It really is a drop in a bucket and it almost feels like it's less right than they, than they should be asking for. Um, so yeah. uh, once again, just the, the disrespect, right. To try to take this stance and make it seem um, as if they're being robbed of something when in reality they have been robbing these people for years. Um, so oh, for sure. I, I just, I can't wait. Um until we see some sort of resolution here, I think, um, unfortunately, with what was asked and where they are, um, I think at this point, once we do get things up and running, it will have to be with a compromise, right, for what they're asking for. Um, and once again, that's why you kind of got to start a little higher, right? I've been watching a lot of uh, jewelry TikTok videos, right, where they're here. Yeah making these deals you got to start your negotiations up top right because if not uh they're going to be willing to undercut you even if you're willing to go low right so Mm -hmm. um i just hope for the best for for all of those people involved and honestly i couldn't care at all about any of these purported losses from doug because like you said man like this really is not um 
a big deal to these people. I'm sure um, they have not had to turn the water off at their luxury mansions that take care of their backyard golf course, right? Like the, these issues are not at all uh, issues that are imminent. So um, uh, once again, just rooting for all the actors and the guild to be able to come to a, an agreement here and hopefully get things running again. Because of course, as an audience, right, we are missing out on things and the sad reality of it is people are only willing to be sympathetic to those things for such a long amount of time. Um, mm -hmm. And I think some more than others. Right. So I just hope as these things happen and this momentum continues, there's still a lot of strikes going on. I see them all the time from downtown. Yeah. So yeah. Um, just hoping that momentum continues to carry. Let me ask you guys a quick question though. Um, because I know with this, uh, with this strike, um, the main thing is the, the streaming numbers, right? Do you think that, let's say that the terms are agreed to, do you think that this is going to really hurt a lot of these streaming services in terms of, do you think that it's possible we're going to start seeing some mergers, some more mergers? Because we've seen a couple of already within the last year i believe but do you think there's we're going to see some more come after this like whenever the strike is over do you think it's going to end up catapulting that where a lot of these places have to actually merge together i think mm -hmm. them having to merge and being in that scenario isn't even a real telling sign that they're not a successful business i just feel like they're not willing to make the same sort of push investment wise and mm -hmm. like keep up with the time so to speak with the content that they're delivering to make their mm -hmm. streaming service worthwhile like there's just so much out there at this point um that you really do have to compete so that's what i feel like a lot of it is about i don't think any of those people that were forced to merge were like operating at a loss like i i just think they were um the potential of what everyone else is doing is kind of what what I think in my mind is making them move in this direction. Um, I will be interested to see personally, I wouldn't mind that because it's a lot of, it's a lot right. of things to pay for a month if I'm being real <laughs> and, 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 and the streams yeah. only work for certain things. Right. So right. it's tough. Right. It's tough. Um, but I, I won't be surprised if there are more mergers. Uh, but once again, I don't feel bad for these companies either. Like, no, I, I don't no, think they're in a position all, where um, they're struggling or and that's why they have to do it. It's more so just a, a cost versus a reward kind of thing. And I, I think if the numbers do come out, we're really going to realize just how much they're making off of people. Because, yes, you have your subscription and all that good stuff. Uh, but some of, some of these services have ads, right? So the fact yeah, that you're running yeah, ads on yeah. top of this – um yeah. i'm sure you guys are not hurting yeah i also yeah i was gonna say i also think that uh studios moving forward are going to be on the high heels um i think if at any point an actor or a writer feels as if they're you know let's assume that terms are agreed to that these new terms are being violated you know in their contracts or just in their in their everyday work life um i think we are just going to we are going to see production shut down um mm. you know or at least be uh be paused temporarily um and so i think now moving forward uh, assuming that wages are are drastically changed which they should be um i fully expect actors to to ask for more guaranteed money up front um so that they don't have to sort of wait until the back end right whether it be boss office revenues or however else, you know, writers and such are technically being paid, um, you know, so that's definitely an element too, I feel. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, I, I can see where um, I've already been saying uh, that I think more, more companies are going to merge, but I think when you look at their model and like anyway, the whole, because Netflix, I think Netflix put a lot of these, um, actually i think netflix put all of the streaming services in this space where they feel like they have to do the whole you know binge watching thing right and my hope is that they're going to start doing the weekly releases because like, i know uh, hbo started doing that um 
with a lot of their programming. Um, and then you can you can binge watch the whole season when the season is over, right? Yeah. But like that model, I, I like better. I think if you have the ability to come in and um, uh, bring in quality projects, right? Um, and follow that model. I think that a lot of the, the the services could actually sustain a lot a lot longer. But to me, I think it makes sense to just merge, because like if you look at if you look at uh, Apple TV, like they have really great projects, right? But they don't have projects that are going to make you want to say uh, stay subscribed for you know a year or two. You know what I'm saying? Like they have projects that come out. And they do it right to me because it takes it takes them a little bit. They take a little time to release their new projects, and they do it the proper way. But just imagine if they had all their stuff on, like let's say, like a Hulu, right? Where Hulu, you see, they they have all the cable subscriptions. I mean, all the cable services, uh, the channels. But you also have um, their original content. If Apple was on on Hulu. The 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 showrunners could technically do the exact same thing that they're doing on Apple on the Hulu, and it would still be there, right? But I think a lot of the independent filmmakers are going to be able to get a lot of uh, opportunity. I, like I've been saying that since the start strike started, it makes sense for independent filmmakers to go in and, and just and take advantage of this time to you know get their stuff on these platforms. It makes sense. You know, especially if you're a writer. If you're a writer, it make it would make plenty of sense to do that. Yeah, you just reminded me too because uh, AMC Plus struck a deal with Vax to air, I believe right. three of three of their TV shows. I think it was Fear of the Walking Dead. Um, mm -hmm. I think the new Daryl Dixon spinoff, as well mm -hmm. as uh, I think it was like an interview with a like interview with a vampire. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that's another element too. I think like streaming services are are just are honestly going to approach the the big bad so whether it be a netflix a max or a hulu and say hey listen like we're honestly struggling with our subscriber numbers you know we'll give you we'll, we'll strike a deal with you you know um I, i'm not really sure how that works if let's say in this instance amc pays max x amount of money to air air them and it makes sense and then obviously in the contract they say like we're obviously giving you rights um to distribute our property i'm assuming that's how it works in, in that particular instance um you know, and because something like AMC, AMC Plus, or Stars, like I think they're eventually just going to be add-ons to a Max or a that's, Hulu, etc. Because that's that's my point. Yeah, it, you know, and I, that's the it, point you're bringing it up it too. Is sense. like, yeah, it, it, that's that's the that's that's the business ultimately. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, you just you have to be acquired by one of these streaming series, or you're going to be consumed. No pun intended. Yeah. You know, yeah, because I, I think that this is what um this is gonna look. I think what we're the the space we're about to go into is kind of like what we were looking at with uh cable television, right? We had syndication, and if you have your show on, like let's say, ABC, what NBC, CBS type of thing, or Fox or whatever it was. Like if you had them on a couple of networks, you're getting paid from those channels, right? I think that this, what is going to end up happening is with this negotiation, if if your rights are sold to another streaming service, that's going to be the exact same thing, you know, quote unquote, like syndication, the syndication model. Yeah. So I mean, I I would like to see it. I would like to see it. I just I think that now we're in a space where um, a lot of uh, filmmakers that uh weren't really thinking about how you know doing certain things affects them down the line i think they're just going to be a little smarter in which how you know with how they uh they approach the table to do business because i think this yeah. is, this it makes a lot of sense to to restructure everything at this point streaming is um is is forcing everybody to restructure their format it's just we're just in a new day and age, you know? Yeah. It doesn't make sense yeah. to keep doing the same old thing in a new era. Yeah. It also calls for a lot of negative repercussions, too, because in that restructuring mm -hmm. is an excuse for them to reduce budget on a lot of uh, television right. shows. So, you know, I think that's sort of what we're discussing here, right? It's sort of how actors, yeah. writers, 
certain runners are, are ultimately being treated, you know, by the by these companies, by these studios. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I think it, they'll find a way to justify their behaviors. And yeah, that's the sad part. You know, so hopefully yeah. all this gets changed. No, I agree. Yeah, all that. wishful thinking, though. All wishful thinking, right? Sure. If, if a profit is there to be made, uh, these people will bleed it dry. But uh, I agree. The the hope is real. Um, but there's one thing that I had hope for, and it was our feature presentation. Today, we're going to be speaking about a film, if we can call it that. It's called Hypnotic, right? Hypnotic? Am I getting that right? Hypnotic. Um, yep. With Ben Affleck as our lead protagonist. Um, we're going to get into the story, right? But why don't we get into the part that's a little more positive, right? Something that we actually might have interesting things to say about. How did you guys feel about this film uh, visually before I have Matt uh, read off a sort of brief, um, what is the word? Uh, description of what the film, synopsis of what the film is about. Yes, sir. And visually, I thought it was I thought it was good, like especially in the opening. Um, they really had me drawn in in the opening. I I'm, I was really thinking this is going to be, um, more of a mystery thriller type of thing. Um, that's all I'll say. Visually, that's where I thought we were going. <laughs> that's exactly where I thought we were going with that. Um, what about you, man? Honestly, I, I think there were some very odd color choices that made it look appalling <laughs> at times. <laughs> um, there was a weird, like, almost orange filter. Um, at nighttime, there was sort of, like, this greenish tint that was really bothering me a lot of the time. And I, I mm-hmm. don't understand the stylistic choice. Um, yep. You can definitely tell that a lot in a lot of those instances it wasn't natural lighting it was definitely you know added colors in post-production um so yeah that's all i'll say about the visuals <laughs> matt i love i love that you touched on exactly what i wanted to get into because i thought that was just gonna over you guys's heads mm-hmm. but for me what bothered me the most right before i get into the positives what bothered me the most was that color splash that they would do and they also did it with red the majority of the time they did it with red and i get the Mm -hmm. law enforcement themes right like i think that Mm -hmm. was the main part of it um but at the same time what frustrated me the most was like you said natural lighting there's no such thing as natural lighting right let's just make that clear but your job as a gaffer is to try to mask mask the light in a certain way so that it seems natural there's right. what's called practicals, which is one of my favorite uh, tools on set, where you are actually putting visual cues for lighting explanations. That's the that's the best way mm-hmm. to explain it. And there was no practicals for any of these color blotches that you were mentioning, Matt. And it pissed me off, man. There was so many red beams. The only one time was that exit sign, which was probably one of the best shots in the whole film with um, Nick's coming down the hallway when he was yes. in his trance state. One of the best, in my opinion, visually uh, looking scenes of the entire film. I, I like yeah. I like the color palette of this film as a whole. Like I feel like they did a good job of finding these different areas to use, especially like the monochromatic um, beige sequences and like the city sequences. Those all looked really good to me. Um, I thought visually, if you this is a movie you show to people who like don't know not much about filmmaking, and they'll be like, yeah, like this. So it's like shot really well and like you could see yeah. why they say that like it it's not a it's not shot poorly it's not jarring or anything like that um but as someone that knows about what goes into the backside of it, it like i really feel like it felt like a gel class to me do you know do you guys know what gels are to to explain very yes. quickly yes um you sometimes use a color correction um films right where it's a it's a large piece of paper and depending on how many stops you need to go you sort of cover your lights with it so that you have an orange hue or a blue hue to match daylight or to match tungsten they also have colored gels which 
they re generally recommend you don't really use, if I'm being honest. But uh, color gels is exactly that same film, but instead of uh, matching for color temperature, it is just a straight color. So you'll have a colored light versus a natural light that you can change the color of in post. Oh, this that's what they use. Like, okay. This felt yeah. like a fucking <laughs> lesson on gels. The entire <laughs> film, because they were just trying to throw in these different things. Yeah. And yeah. there was no like reason to actually like you said the green tint the blue i didn't mind as much but the red specifically was just so jarring man it was a lot in dark mm -hmm. areas um mm -hmm. where you could have accomplished the same sort of effect with competent sort of production design right costumes mm -hmm. the uh, surrounding area and the shops things like that the fact that they mm -hmm. just went fuck it we throw in these red blobs, baby, <laughs> uh, really threw me off and, and made me feel like, are we in like a laser room right now? Like why, yeah, yeah. why, is, how is it so dark? And there's random bright spots of red with no practical. There's no right. uh, alarm light going off right now in this bat cave. Why right. is it so red? Uh, I beat this horse to death, uh, but we're going to have a lot more things to complain about. So Matt, <laughs> please. Let the people know what this film is about. <laughs> Absolutely. So, determined to find his missing daughter, Austin, Austin detective Danny Rourke finds himself spiraling down a rabbit hole investigating a series of reality-bending crimes where he will ultimately call into question his most basic assumptions about everything and everyone in this world. Aided by Deanna Cruz, a gifted psychic, Rourke simultaneously pursues and is pursued by a lethal specter, the one man he believes holds the key to finding the missing girl, missing girl being his daughter, only to discover more than he ever bargained for. And I think in hindsight, that sounds like a really cool synopsis, but instead, we were greeted and introduced to a piece of shit of a film. Um, and so I think it goes without question that instead of us waiting until the end to do this, I think we should all just should just provide our ratings and then from there just justify Ooh. why we gave our ratings. So Mr. I love it. I wasn't Mr. ready Derek, for this. The pod father, what do you give Hypnotic, starring Ben Affleck. So, I'm going to be completely honest. I think this was Ben Affleck's worst film that I've seen. I want to say ever. Because I, I've, I, I've never... Every time I see... Because um, y'all know I don't watch trailers. So, anytime I see... Um, a promotion for a new film from, with him in it or whatever. It's like, I'm definitely watching that because I don't know if you guys felt this shift with his career, but um, to me, it almost seemed like, seems like once, what was that? The Town and Gone Girl. Once we got into that space, I don't know what year those, what years those movies, movies came out. I want to say it was like 14, 13, 14, something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, once we got into that era of his career, it seemed like everything was a hit. Like, there were no misses. And this film, it, this was a complete disaster, man. I, I, I give it, I'm only going to probably give it a one. Like, and that's just being nice. Because like what you said, there were, there were really nice shots in this, in this film. But story-wise, it was all over the place. I, I didn't expect there to be superpowers by the time we got to... I was like, what What are we doing here? Like, you know, like... And why is your superpower <laughs> selective memory? Like, can you explain that? Like, what the fuck? Sounds like a terrible superpower. It was so horrible, man. I, I, Because I, I'm thinking, okay, at the beginning of the film... These people are being hypnotized to steal from the bank. I was like, that's a, that's that's something new that I've never seen with 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 a bank heist movie. I say, you know what? I like that. I like that. Get people to do the dirty work. You go collect and you walk out. That 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 was perfect. But that was the last moment I felt like there was like this movie was had some promise to it. Because once they started introducing superpowers and 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 like almost like this telekinesis type of thing, yeah, like I just, I just I don't know. 
I don't know. I, I, they lost me because I was, I'm thinking, okay, so now we're going into the inception type of realm. But then it was like, no, we're not. We're staying right here in this weird space of awkward. It just, it didn't make sense. I forgot his name, but uh, the guy that played Nyx, who's from uh, the Mayans, I was excited to see him in this movie because it's like, okay, you see what he's, what he's done uh, in the Mayans. He's a good actor. I figured we were going to see some really good, you know, interaction between him and, and Ben. Boy, was I wrong. This this movie was just it. It was like disaster, disaster after disaster after disaster, with every scene. I, I just I didn't. The best thing you can say is that there were good shots. I I honestly don't know what else you can say about this movie. Yeah. It, I I am I apologize for suggesting this movie. <laughs> I, I really do because this was this thing was horrible it was bad it was bad i think i i'm gonna be a little more mean than Derek. i'm going to happy i'm not even giving him a full star uh mm-hmm. because visually if you are uh making enough money to pay ben affleck you yes. better have some good fucking visuals right like that is yes. a given right yes. that is a given at that point um the fact that um, have you guys ever seen Memento? Oh yes, oh amazing, I was, amazing I was, film, right? I thought about that as as I watched this movie. How how did they like? They were trying, in my opinion, to achieve like a mix of like Fight Club shocks with like Memento yes. themes. Um, yes, which made no sense. Like how. Is the synopsis of the film talking about finding this lost daughter when the reality of the film is he knows exactly where she was the whole time? The like whole time. you, you just lied to us for no reason. Like, like there was no payoff to that. Um, and then everyone started blowing their own heads off. That was that was an amazing choice as well. Um, it just to me, it felt like they were <laughs> Like trying to make a character caricature of a movie. Like th- this was right. a, the, like you were you you created the parameters for what could have been a good film. Like when he dived off the um, parking garage in that first scene, I'm like, man, we got a we got a movie on our hands. Like yeah, I, I was invested. Yeah. And, yeah. and after that, it just went so bad. I think after that sequence as well with the bank and all of that was wrapped up. I think personally, Ben's performance went a little down too i thought it was a little flat um i thought the interaction with nicks in that hallway i thought it was shot and done very well Mm -hmm. but as an audience you're so confused about what's going on why he would turn because at this point this is the introduction right to these powers right but Mm -hmm. this woman was introduced as the sort of conduit to these powers right 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 but she doesn't cause this to happen he does as in Ben Affleck's character and it's out of his control. So tell me how that makes sense as a plot device to get people to understand the world of these superpowers. It doesn't make any sense. She did not have any control over what she could have done. All they had to do, and that's not a hard change to make. All they had to do was sort of, that be a teaching moment for Ben Affleck, right? And then he, mm-hmm. since he has this such this great power, let the further interactions as the movie go on where he's actually looking for his daughter, because in my mind, they should have actually made that the truth. Yes. Using that to find her. Like, that is an interesting fucking story. Whatever mm-hmm. the fuck they decided to do yeah. with this being Ben Affleck, but they don't know why it's happening, but they know his motive. Right. And then... He dies, but Nick's come back later, like it, like nothing happened. As long as you throw the red blazer on, we're good, right? Like, just <laughs> ridiculousness. Like, honestly, like this was hands down easily the worst film we've ever watched for Realish, right? But this is what yeah. like up there with one of the worst films I've ever watched, and I think a lot of the films on that list were trying to do it on purpose. I genuinely think they were not trying to be a bad film, right. and they right. fucked this up like, yeah, catastrophically. Um, and, and what makes me sad and what makes it easy for me to kind of bang on it is how bad, like how badly you betrayed me, right? Like you had a good thing going, like you (laughs) could have, you could have made this a very promising film, 
Um, but yeah, just disappointment all around. And the fact that that woman is also turned out to be his wife, despite when they were fucking for whatever reason, right? I mean, hey, Affleck was shredded, right? I, I, it makes sense. But yeah, they, they show a flashback of another woman. So you get the tip that that's his wife. No. Right. No. Miss Rourke is his wife. And you know what's the, the cardinal sin, in my opinion? This is, and I'll, I'll leave it because I, I went very long here, man. I'm sorry. No, but the cardinal no, sin of this film, <clears throat> I always talk about it. Show me, don't tell me. Shout out to Jacob Steves, man. That's my guy. Yes. Show me, don't tell me. Whenever you're making a film, their idea of show me, don't tell me who Miss Rourke is, we're showing it on a computer screen. With a yeah. flat affect to his response. <laughs> you know how, like, I was legitimately, while I was watching, I was confused on whether or not I was missing something. Like, am I not yeah. understand? Like, yeah. did they did they explain it and I just I just missed it? Mm -hmm. Did they like no? They they decided to tell us wholeheartedly the truth about this woman at a moment that they didn't have to. Like they could have, mm -hmm. if that was the truth, when they met later on and they had the reunion with the daughter. That would have been fi a fire reveal, right? If that if that was the reveal then. How, as a fucking individual that's looking for your daughter, you don't know who your daughter is and you don't know who your wife is? Like, mm -hmm. none of this makes sense. Once again, how is your superpower fucking <laughs> selective memory? It makes no sense, Whoa. bro. Yeah. I'm sorry, um, man. Go ahead. No. <laughs> yeah, and this, and this, like, so I'm, I'm at a one. I think every film has something to offer, and that's my lowest score but i was gonna get into it like <laughs> ben f like gave the worst performance of his career and like his reaction to certain events happening made it seem like 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 you like you know like the feeling where like you stub your toe and you're like oh god or like you know it, it looked yeah. like he was just like blanklessly staring at nothing yeah. Like yeah. his partner gets shot in the head, and he's like, "Nix." He saw him get shot in the yes. in the skull, and he's like, "Nix, bro." <laughs> he has a bullet hole in the middle of his skull. He's dead, and there's no emotion. We get no insight into how complex or in depth the relationship is, even though it's more of like a it's a simulation. The the there's a a severe lack of chemistry between Ben Affleck and Alice Braha. That I did not buy into the fact that they were a married couple who had a daughter together outside of these like quick little flashbacks of them being happy. Oh my goodness, my daughter. Shut the fuck up. But like, <laughs> you know, and then the top everything off too, like the whole, the trigger. Let's talk about the trigger for a second. Yeah. So it was confirmed in the movie that they, they did this 12 times up until the 13th time. Okay. So when in the fuck? Did he take that photo of his daughter and use it as a trigger? Because they don't establish in the movie whether or not that photo that photo is real. That photo is mm -hmm. real. So that mm -hmm. means, right? They allow this stupid bitch to put a picture inside of a lockbox for twelve straight times, and he didn't even pick up. I'm sorry, sorry for my language, but I was gonna say like, Go ahead. but the this the, the sheer fact, right, that they kept let, let keep that picture inside of that physical. It's a physical lockbox. It is yeah, a yeah, physical yeah. lockbox. That was real, right? Yeah. Because when he jumped off the scaffold, it was probably like it was like a small little scaffold, like it was like the rooftop or whatever, whatever the case mm. cases. So none of them thought to like grab the the picture. And then on top of it, too, like I said, so sorry for my language, by the way, guys. I want to I'm gonna tame it up a little bit, but then. <laughs> Moving forward, like when it comes to like all of these like like people and like like there's so many times where like Rourke and um whatever her face is, I don't want to say Alice Braha, and she's a great actress by the way. I don't want to like dog on her because she's had like really good performances and stuff. But they're like together, backed up in the alleyway, and instead this movie kept doing a thing where like this dude, this old ass dude, would like show up. Stare at the stare at work, go away. They run. Work comes, run away, cornered, talk to him, run away, find him, run away. And they kept yeah. doing that over and over and over again. Yeah. The thing that doesn't make any sense to me is that you did these simulations 12 fucking times in a row. 
you after the fifth time, you should probably find a different way. Switch and up. if your memory is selective memory, <laughs> can't you just yeah. control him? Like, what psychological blockage does he have? Because it's not his daughter. His daughter isn't missing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Right? They don't establish yeah. what that psychological blockage is. So yeah. you're telling me that with all your technology and all the powers, you can't figure out what the blockage is and just find out where his daughter is? It, it's, it's nonsensical. It makes no fucking sense. And I was confused. Like, I thought I was stupid. Like, I genuinely thought, like, I missed, like, critical plot points. And I watched it, like, back to back. I wasn't interrupted. I wasn't distracted. And this movie does such a shit job at explaining how these things evolve. And then the ending is a shit show. They introduce these two characters who are, like, the foster parents of Rourke. And we're supposed to, like, all, all of a sudden, like, care for them. Like, we don't, we didn't even get their names, number one. Like, briefly. It's all, like, on the computer yeah. screen. And then they come in, like, near the end where, like, the daughter ends up doing, like, the, like, the fucking, like, 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 the, the lost arc. She does, like, the lost arc and all these, like, all these people. They literally, no exaggeration, end up, like, like, start, like, shooting at each other and everything. And then, like, they come out of nowhere and start, like, literally, like, come out of nowhere, take out their guns. And then they start, like, shooting, like, shooting up, like, out of nowhere. You know what I mean? It, it's like it's dumb. It's a dumb movie. I'm sorry. Like, I, I, like I said, I'm sorry. Didn't mean to call Mork nah. a stupid bitch. I apologize. Yeah. But yeah. you know, this, this movie, man. <laughs> I just like it. it it's 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 terrible. It's Listen, terrible. as yeah. as someone who always has fire, this is the most fired up I've ever seen you. So I I, yeah. I love it, yeah, Derek. What too. were you about to say? Yeah. <laughs> no, I uh, <laughs> I just I don't know, man. I think I definitely believe that this is the worst movie that Ben Affleck has ever done. Um and I haven't even seen all of his films. But the do you remember oh Chris, I'm not sure if you were if you were with us on this episode, um, where we were we reviewed that movie um Red. Do you remember that Matt? No. Okay, it was it was the one that starred uh The Rock, um Gal Gadot and Ryan Ryan Reynolds. On Netflix. Oh, Red Notice? Red Notice, yes. Um, do you remember how we talked about The Rock's running in that movie? How slow he looked running in different scenes? I don't think I was around for that, for Red Notice. I, I'm I pretty either, sure I that was... Might have been you and like I were talking about it. that. I'm pretty sure you and I were talking about that movie. Um, I gotta look back at it. But anyway... That's what the, that's what Ben's running in this film reminded me of, because like The Rock looked so bad in that movie running, it was like, and it was like it was just like normal shots, right? But he was like running so slow, he was like, oh my god, and it's supposed to be like a high stakes thing, like people shooting at him and everything. He's just like, oh my god, right? That's what Ben Affleck was doing in this movie, and I'm like, man, this dude was just Batman, bro, like, like. And I know it was CGI involved, but that's the fastest you can run. With people shooting at you, that's the fastest you can run. That's pathetic. <laughs> For a guy that's in that, that good of a shape to run that slow made no sense. And they did nothing to help with that, with the shots, right? Like they didn't they didn't try to, to zoom in or anything. Like they didn't do they didn't do anything to help him look better. And I, I like, I don't know. This this film just I couldn't wait for it to end. Like I was actually I, I I I was falling asleep watching it. It was horrible. This this was this is definitely if we did a a a, a list of the worst <laughs> movies we ever ever watched and definitely reviewed for this show, but ever watched, this is definitely on that list. But was there anything that that was like salvageable about this movie that you guys thought had like some type of redeeming quality for it? Outside of the shots that that we said were good, was there anything in the movie that you guys felt had like any redeeming quality to it? Honestly, no. And my reason for saying that is just because they had so many good nuggets with what they set up and opportunities yeah. to to take things in the right direction. That when you, you fall short so consistently, it's kind of like, well, you did this to yourself. And let's be real yeah. here, right? This this movie was an hour and thirty three minutes with credits. 
Imagine the shit that got cut out, right? Like, oh my God. a lot of this film got cut out. There's no way you intended to have an hour and a half movie. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Imagine what got cut out, right? Like, I'm sure the editor was scrambling to try to just make something make sense because it's so clear yeah. that the story is what killed this film. Like, yes. and, and it sucks because there's so many little things you could do or little ties, little changes. Like, for example, if the one hiding out the, the, the daughter was actually the, the, his, his wife and mm -hmm. he is in on it, but he is against this organization, right? And like an inside mole trying to destroy them. Like, that is a fucking compelling story. And it's right there. Like, it right. is right there. Mm -hmm. And yeah. yeah, decided to do whatever the fuck. Like, once again, like, I've, it is very rare for me to come to the end of the movie and legitimately question my sanity. Like, am I bugging? Like, am I, <laughs> am I taking this the wrong way? Did I not yeah. understand? Like you were saying, was I distracted? No. Like, what is the issue here? Um, and when it was all said and done, I was like, like, exactly like you said, Derek, like, I'm glad this is over because I can't believe I allowed you to do this to me. Like, I, I believed in this. Like, it, and I allowed you to, to show me whatever the fuck this was. Yeah. My favorite part, actually, here we go. The, the one redeeming moment of the film was when the biker that tried to kill Rourke killed himself on that spike. That was the, that was the only redeeming moment of this entire film because what he said right beforehand, the legendary line, he's not going to give up. Boom. Oh, he's, yeah, not gonna, yeah, yeah. he's not gonna give up yeah. on trying to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. No yeah. shit. They yeah. just sent and and hey, is there a worse way to execute somebody than to head-on collision with a motorcycle? At best, we've got some lower extremity injuries, right? Like yeah. at, at yeah, best, you're not killing someone like the, that. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> and and how did he sustain injuries enough to make him want to put himself out of his misery? Like, bro. Even even my salvageable quality is a meme, so I'm sorry. There there is yeah. nothing here. Yeah, yeah. I I think um, for me, like this movie just started off rough. I I just think Ben Affleck's performance, especially in like the initial flashback to him interacting with his daughter, was so unconvincing. This his his lazy line delivery and his very yeah. his monotone uh delivery. Um, just his facial expressions. He he was just very robotic, and I honestly felt like yeah. he was just collecting a paycheck and wanted to work yep. with his close friend Robert Rodriguez, who directed the movie. And then that alone didn't convince me that this was a fa a true father and daughter relationship. And so, if you can't sell me within the first two minutes, because in the first two minutes they're they're explaining what the plot plot of the movie is going to be, then how am I going to stay invested for an hour and thirty minutes? And then when it came to the whole bank, like the you know the bank robbery scene, it was laughable. Seeing all these cars like randomly like like fly into each other, a guy in the passenger seat flies out out that of the window. That was so random. You have a woman, you know. Hey, if, if Shuddy took a, that off, I might have crashed like that too. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, and then like you have a woman like randomly like you know stripping down her clothes in the middle of the street, which was just like like weird to see. Like, uh, why did he? feel obligated to do that you know and not only that like the bus clearly stopped like why like why or how did three cars crash into each other like there is no indication that that would occur because of that woman you know walking like to the fire hydrant to cool herself off contextually guys um for people who are watching like the main bad guy or whatever like hypnotizes woman or whatever like this whole hypnosis thing we don't know and this then, while it's happening as an audience, though. I think it's important to make that distinction. But go ahead, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're forced to make that conclusion ourselves, which is another dumb thing, too. You know what I mean? And it's just, like, they tried to... And then the music choices in this movie, too, were so generic. It was a lot of, like, mm -hmm. like high... Like, um, like high tempo. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, fa like fast tempo. And, you know, yeah. like, really, like... um. I'm terrible at, like explaining music, but it's just like it was getting like really loud. And I remember there's one point where like I think like uh I was gonna say uh Nick for some reason work work was like running to like the parking garage and it like overpowered his partner's like lines. So I didn't even hear what he said, you know. Yeah. And it's yeah. like you're trying to make us feel in like tense, but 
we already don't care about these characters. At least I didn't care about these characters. So I honestly don't care what position they put themselves in. Like, I just want this miserable experience to be over. You know what I mean? And it made me think, and it's funny, Chris said in the beginning, too, about sort of the, the similarities with Memento. Like, I kept thinking about Memento. I was like, in an hour and 30 minutes I'm watching this, I can watch a two-hour and 12-minute Memento that has a near-identical plot in terms of someone trying to discover the truth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, the, you, know, you know, it's just... It was rough, man. You know, and I just... I don't know what to say. Like, I, I'm you can't believe it almost, right? Like, you can't believe yeah. that this got the pass, right? Like, they watched this and it was like, you know what? Let's fucking put it out. Like, I can't, I cannot believe that. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. How about yeah, you, Barry? I was on a strike, too. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is horrible. If this is what I was made to make, like, nah, bro, I'm, I'm easy calling it quits. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a horrible movie. There was there was nothing. I didn't see any redeeming qualities with it either. I was just trying to figure out if there was something you guys saw because I didn't see anything. <laughs> I tried I, to come I, up I was, one. I swear. I gave I gave a good faith even, effort. Even even the one you came up with, you still just did. It's just whatever. It's just I don't know, man. This this movie again. I really think this is the worst film of Ben Affleck's career. I know people. A lot of people would say Daredevil. Daredevil to me was actually really good. I you know it's way just, better than this. Nice guilty pleasure yeah. film. Yes, yeah, a nice guilty pleasure film, and I think that came out in like '04, so you got to take it with the time too. Like, yeah. there's a lot of you know, uh, corny things happening during that time period. So I'm not gonna say this is this is worse than Daredevil. Daredevil was good. This was just like you said, Matt. It seemed like this was just a paycheck. Um, I got I a question know, for you guys before we wrap. How about this? What are the odds, right? If you were a bookmaker, right? What yeah. are the odds that this script was written with ChatGPT? It looks like it. Right. And you know what? That's a great point. Because if this is if Wait, this is a up. film that was, you know what that was created. Is? No, I know what ChatGPT is. I'm oh. actually curious if it actually oh. was written by because uh ChatGPT. If if this is if this is an example of a film made by by AI or written by AI, we are in we are going to be in a, some some bad areas pretty soon with what we what we have to watch because I'm I'm not doing this I'm not like this if we have to sit through another film like this I again I I apologize for suggesting this movie this was no, this fine. was this is a Tubi movie right this was a <laughs> this was a Tubi movie. Bro, I almost feel like that's 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 an insult. That's insult. I because this was just <laughs> this was this was not it, man. Yeah. This was not it. I I I I don't know why they felt like they. You should not get a film, a treatment for this film, and look at it, read it, and be and then go like, yeah, that sounds great. No, man. This was not it. And a friend of mine actually said that he loved it. I man, to we gotta me, judge this to man. Me, judge this man. To, to me, I saw I saw this coming from a mile away where this movie was going. This movie had I had I was not shocked. I wasn't I wasn't like sitting at the edge of my seat. You know, it was just like just finish it, please. Just just end it. Yeah. Put me out of my misery. I did not like this movie at all. There was nothing yeah. about it that was good. The only the great part about it was the end was in credits. Yeah. I do not like this movie, <laughs> but but you know what? I I think the positive of it, and I know like we all went on on some huge rants, but I think sometimes we need a film like this because I think, especially since our last trilogy was Lord of the Rings, and I think we 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 collectively really liked it, loved yeah. it even. I think we are kind of um I think spoiled in that regard. You know, we had that yeah. we had that luxury, and then yeah. I think it's it, it's it's fitting when we have a movie like this come around because it, it's such a departure than what like we expect in terms of quality um and, and just enjoyment you know mm-hmm. like i think yeah we all suffered in some way yes um yes. i think in the hour and 30 minutes we watched this could have been an hour and 30 minutes of doing something pr- more productive but yeah. i think in the end um it came with it came a great episode um and i honestly have no regrets in that regard um but to robert rodriguez i say don't make a movie like this again 
please. Um, nah, and if you do plan on it, retire. <laughs> yeah, this was horrible. Yeah, I don't ever want to see another film like this again. Don't ever yeah. get me hyped up for for a movie in the beginning and then just drop it. Like this was this was. There was nothing about it that was good. I I, yeah. I have nothing else to say. This, this, this was worse than Kadarius's. This was worse than Kadarius Tony's performance on Monday Night Football. This yeah. this was yeah. this was terrible. <laughs> like this this was single-handedly changed my perspective on what a movie can be. Literally, because how how does one simply watch this film and and really believe, yeah, that's the, that's the one we're putting out. Like I I'm yeah. baffled by that. Like I I feel like if I were to show this treatment to my film teacher when I was in high school, I wouldn't have gotten passed to make it. Like that's no. how bad this is. Yeah. Um I, I also but we think, ha- we don't have to keep reiterating that, but it's just crazy, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is something. Um, I'm I, I just gonna ask this live, but I'm not even I wouldn't ask it. I'm just gonna say it, and then with it comes a question. Like, we this is a bad movie, obviously, but I think uh, maybe we should like seek out bad movies. Like, is that something you guys would be interested in? Like, every once in a while, instead of. Obviously, we're gonna for we're still gonna be doing like the ology and doing trilogies and stuff. And maybe like after a trilogy or two, we just find like a really bad movie and just go in depth as to what made makes it so bad. Or so a palette, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I would love that actually. In that, <laughs> I would but... love that actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think I, a I good think this... a good opportunity to roast is always uh, warranted on this side. Go ahead, yeah, for sure. But I think I think like what you were talking about earlier, Chris, about like discussing the 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 different um, uh, gels stuff like that. I think I think there's that would that would actually be a good way to look at different films to uh, to learn what made it so bad, so that if and there if there is a filmmaker watching this, you know they can pick that up and say, you know what. You know, maybe maybe we can adjust and do something, you know, figure out what we want to do and make it look better or sound better or whatever. I think I think sure. that's actually a good idea. It's a good idea. So with yeah. this movie, it was it was what the 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 entire story structure. We could start there. Story the, entire, the entire story structure was garbage. Um, uh, and then shot selection. Yep. Yep. But then shot selection shot so like the majority is... of this was on a 50 millimeter lens like i, I mm-hmm. and, and i get that mm-hmm. right you want to be a part of the mm-hmm. ride but in such mm-hmm. a surreal telling in a movie yeah. where, where you want the audience to be confused um yeah that's it's weird that you don't lean into that uh visually yeah i mean th- this this lets you this lets you uh know that um act like storyboarding you know I don't think they did that with this film. The storyboarding is such an important part of the process because you're actually able to see the film out there and be like, okay, no, this actually makes sense to put this here to to connect certain dots, right? I think that would be a great uh, thing too. I would love to see what their storyboarding process was because if they even had one, because this was, there's no way you look at this and say, yeah, green light. I, not not based off of this, not at all. Yeah. So So I guess before we wrap up here, in closing, right? Because we already uh, stabbed the dead horse and then took its head and mantled it, right? Like this is this is done. Um, but, style. Yeah, yeah, literally. Um, <laughs> but if what version of this movie, um, if possible, if you were given the budget, would you have made? Like, try to make this as succinct as possible, right? But like, mm. what version of this film would you have made? For me, it is entirely leaning into the momentum side the memento side of things where mm-hmm. you maybe he does maybe his daughter is somewhere but maybe he doesn't mm-hmm. understand or doesn't remember because of the hypnotic powers of this other guy or something like that right maybe that's an interesting angle um but certainly if there's anything in my power i'm doing it is not revealing that she is his wife in reality and who the fuck was that woman like I- i'm sorry who was that woman? Because she never came back, right? The woman in no. that flashback? No. I can't. No, it was just a divisional division agent or I don't even know. I don't even yeah. know, bro. <laughs> I think I don't know. 
I I think for me, if this was something that I was uh uh in charge of, I think I would have been of the the mindset to make this film where like he's hypnotized into believing certain things and going along with it or whatever, right? And then kind of like discovering like those those memories and flashbacks are coming back and stuff like that, and he's starting to un unravel. The truth is starting to unravel, and it's the actual mystery as to what this was about. Why was he hypnotized? Why was his daughter taken? This and the other. Like, I would have been okay with something like that. To me, it wouldn't have been a great film, but it'd have been a significantly better film than what we got. You know what I'm saying? I there combine that with what you were just talking about. I, like, I think I would have gone that route more so. But it's just it's just like when this start. This is like this is like to me like Fast and the Furious trying to go into the into the MCU type of thing, where you know now we got superpowers yeah. and we just we you know uh, now Captain America like come on bro, like what what are we doing here with that? That didn't make any sense to me. So I would have gone that route where you just simple, you leave it as a simple story, simple but but also layered. You know, I think when you're when you're trying to venture out and doing too much, that's where you're you're gonna create more problems for yourself than even necessary. And I think they created a lot of problems by not making this a simple story. You keep it keep it simple, stupid. Did we not learn yeah. that in school? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. so crazy before I throw to you, Matt. Every time you you peeled off a piece of that onion, you realize the onion was more rotten. Right, like, right. How does the core <laughs> of the onion rotten, <laughs> but the outside isn't? Like that that yeah. does not make yeah. any sense to me, Matt. Yes. How would you save hypnotic? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was also reminded too that this movie reminds me of Severance, a TV show Severance. Oh my god. Where we have, you know, the characters, oh, you have the god, the any yes. and the Audi. Um yes. but I, I my approach would be um make this a short film. Not a feature length, and have it be somebody who willingly hypnotizes himself because he can't overcome the grief um, of losing his loved one, or you know, maybe he can enter really any sort of painful experience that he otherwise can't forget unless he's hypnotized, you know. And then he sort of juxtapose, you know, his, you know, that hypnotized character versus the the real version of of him or herself or their self um you know so maybe something like that but i guess not to just somebody from severance in that capacity yeah. at least from the main character so yeah that'd be my approach that was an amazing show oh, amazing yeah. but with all that being said another awesome episode of realish i really enjoyed this one and i love your suggestion yeah. matt because even though the movie sucked and it kind of sucked sitting through it i think we've we've got to a lot of interesting points here as far as what's important in story structure right and how certain things are achieved and why mm -hmm. you would want to achieve them in that way right like i think all of those discussions actually were redeemable um but yes. uh crazy crazy that we we ended up um actually doing this but with all that being said um, Matt, why don't you tell the people where they could find you? Yeah, of course. But uh, before anything, uh, I do want to say live here on uh, Realist that uh, Derek, I just want to, in case anyone doesn't know, uh, Derek is now engaged uh, to his girlfriend, Mariah. Uh, oh. And so I know that I wanted to, <laughs> you know, come on here and say live. Congratulations once again, bro. Um, I think I speak on behalf of everyone that, you know, we're excited to see you and her take the next step of your journey together. Uh, you know, we love you, bro. Uh, we'll, we'll be there for you guys 100%. And just congratulations. I think two well deserved people found in love with their lives. Um, and uh, we're just we're just so happy for you. So I just want to say that uh, before anything, before I forget. Man, that was awesome. beautiful, Matt. Thank you yeah, so much. Yeah, man. You slick almost made me cry with that one, man. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, it's funny. I was crying like crazy after that proposal, too. So, like, yeah, I, I, we, we now have a, a, a bet. Not a bet, but kind of we're gonna do like a contest thing as to who actually cries the most at the wedding. Mm. Um, so yeah, y'all y'all gonna be in for a very good show. Um, but uh, yeah, appreciate that, man. Yeah, that, that was, was uh, what two weeks ago. So yeah, we are yeah we just moved into our new uh, new new apartment. That's why my background does not look like it usually does. <laughs> um, 
you know, with all my stuff. So I'm, we're still trying to get settled. And, you know, so yeah. I guess for the next couple of weeks, y'all going to be seeing just the white wall and don't mind me. You'll be fine. No, yeah. no worries at all, bro. And uh, that, and I just want to say as well that this man, Derek, went out of his way to broadcast uh, the proposal to me and a couple others who couldn't be there in person. And so I know that you had a hell of a lot on your plate, obviously one that's, you know, set up the proposal, make sure everything, you know, goes accordingly. So for you, for you to go out of your way to do that, just from man to man, like, thank you, because I know that there's a lot of planning on your behalf and uh, I appreciate it. It was really nice getting to, to see that live as well. So figured I'd, I'd throw that out there too. Look at um, this. Matt just spilling <laughs> all the beans here. <laughs> um, but and, I yes, appreciate that, bro. I of course don't want to, uh, you know, Drag is on any longer, I apologize. Uh, but I just want to say all that. Uh, you guys can find me over on Instagram as always, Matt underscore T29. Uh, thank y'all so much for your support. And we look forward to catching you guys in the next episode. How can you not support this sweetheart right here? Derek, where could they find right. you? <laughs> Most definitely. Well, um, you can follow me at Derek underscore OTS. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K, the black way to spell it. Um, but most importantly, don't follow me, follow the brand. Like Chris said earlier, at OTS Media Co, all social media platforms, uh, OTS Media on YouTube. Uh, hit that like button, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Uh, like like Chris said earlier too, we got a lot of great uh, stuff coming. Uh, what we're now in the football season, gearing up for a great year of football, um, and and uh, all year round MMA uh, uh, coverage, and also. I think we're going to, because, you know, baseball is getting me, it's about to go into the playoffs, right? We're going to start having some baseball coverage. And, you know, of course, baseball comes, I mean, basketball is around the corner as well, which, my God, I can't believe that. That's that's amazing. So, you know, it's a great time of the year, um, you know, so just check us out. And, and you know, and I appreciate you guys uh, for holding it down while I've been gone. Um, so, you know, that's all I got to say. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. You can find me at Negron MMA on Twitter as well as TikTok and Chris Negron underscore on Instagram. Once again, I wanted to reiterate, thank you so much for all the support. Uh, been really awesome to see um, everyone sort of come together, right, and celebrate all these different things that we love uh, with OTS. Uh, so that's really awesome. Um, but like, like Derek said, uh, you already got all the good stuff. We're done here, and I can't wait to see you guys next time, hopefully with an awesome movie. We'll see you then.